Hi, this is Michelle with PAL. And if you're here, you are a PAL, a parent of an addicted loved one. Thank you. Thank you for stopping in to listen. I hope that you feel encouraged with the lessons I'm going to share today and feel hope, something that is so necessary when we are struggling to battle our child's addiction um, health in, in a healthy way. So um, you can also find some resources at palgroup.org. And today, I just want to talk a little bit about healthy adult relationships and the 12 principles of healthy adult relationships. This was adapted from the 12 steps of a sponsor. And I have 12 of these to share, but before I do, I just wanted to ask you this question, and I, I think I already know the answer, but have you ever told somebody that you were trying to cope with your child's addiction problems and you feel like they look at you with judgment right away like there's something you did wrong as a parent or loved one and that oh you're one of those parents one of those enabling kind right I I sometimes feel that from other people and it's awkward, it makes me angry, but I have to think, wait, am I just being ultra sensitive because I do think that I'm part of this problem? I don't have the answer to that. It just helps me reflect on myself and understanding a little bit about how I feel. But it's it's tough it's really really tough when people say or even kind of insinuate that we as parents have done something wrong to kind of push our child into addictive habits my only suggestion is find find a group such as this or friends in your area who understand because sometimes it helps to bounce things off of somebody. I know it did for me initially when I heard the enabling word and I wanted to talk to somebody and say, hey, if I do this, am I enabling? If I do that, am I enabling? And this was a mother of a a recovered addict and she was kind of my go-to girl. So I'm just gonna pray that you find somebody like that in your life that helps you focus on finding the joy in your life, regardless of your child's addiction and poor choices. So back to to the 12 principles of healthy adult relationships. I'm gonna go through these 12 fairly quickly, but feel free to go back and listen again. And this might help you come from a strong, help you get to a stronger place when thinking about your child. One, I will not help you stay and wallow in limbo. Two, I will help you grow to become more productive by your own definition. Three, I will help you become more autonomous, more loving of yourself more free to continue becoming the authority of your own living. 
four, I cannot give you dreams or fix you simply because I cannot. Five, I cannot give you growth or grow for you. You must grow yourself by facing reality, grim as it may be at times. Six, I cannot take away your loneliness or pain. I cannot, seven, I cannot sense your world for you, evaluate your goals, or tell you what is best for you in your world. You have your own world. Eight, I cannot convince you of the crucial choice of choosing the scary uncertainty of growing over the safe misery of not growing. Nine, I want to be with you and know you as a rich and growing friend. Yet I cannot get close to you when you choose not to grow. 10. When I begin to care for you out of pity, when I begin to lose trust in you, then I am toxic, bad, and inhibiting for you and you for me. 11. You must know my help is conditional. I will be with you, hang in there with you, as long as I continue to get even the slightest hints that you are trying to grow. 12. If you cannot accept all of this, then perhaps we can help each other to become what God meant us to be. Mature adults leaving childishness forever to little children. Wow, those are powerful. I said a lot in those 12 healthy steps. healthy adult relationships but if we're going to establish new boundaries and new relationships with our um, addicted loved ones we have to start somewhere and I thought these were great little points Um, the most common one letter word found in these 12 principles is I did you hear that It, it it, it's, it reiterates the fact that we cannot control others or our loved ones. All we can do is choose how we respond in healthy adult ways. So if I were just to take one of these, um, one of the ones that for the longest time um, I began to just have pity for my son and daughter-in-law. Um, I didn't trust them but I pitied him. And so therefore, I couldn't even see him because if I saw him, I would start crying. I would want to fix him. I would want to help him. There were times where I would send my son um, quotes, memes, you know, from um, John Maxwell, some other growth leaders in the world, and they would be sent to him to inspire them. And then all of a sudden I thought, well, wait a minute. Yes, I can encourage, but he started looking to me to give him that. And then I said to him, well, wait a minute. You can go find your own memes to encourage you in your journey. Why was I sending him that? He didn't want to grow, right? I was growing in my journey, but he didn't want to grow, and I couldn't force it. I couldn't force it. And Mike Speakman, uh, who founded PAL, check out his book, The Four Seasons of Recovery for Parents of Alcoholics and Addicts. I don't, I don't get paid to endorse his book, but this whole program comes from Mike. And one of the things he says is perhaps the most important thing that we can do as, 
as parents of, reco- of a recovering addict or an addict is just to let him go. Let him or her go. Um, and let him go. Three, three words, right? But wow, is that tough. Really, really tough, um, but powerful. So I want to read to you something, a scripture verse today that I found. And oftentimes I do that. I go out and try to find scripture verses that can help me cope with whatever it is that I'm dealing with for the day. This comes from James 4.10. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. One of the most effective and important things a pal parent of addicted loved one can realize is that we must let go of the idea that we have control over everything. The reality is that there are countless things in life nobody can control. And rather than deal with addicted loved ones and the anxiety that comes with that, it's important to recognize or or own our powerlessness right? And to let God take care of us and our child. With this faith will come the strength to lead the lives we want. And what is that? What is that we want? We want to find joy despite our child's addiction. So if you want to read more into um, James 4, 10, um, check it out. But I think that it should give you some hope and power to get through your day today and remember to to let God take care of our children and and us and pray that he can take away the anxiety and if we just think of these 12 healthy adult relationship um, oh, little things to repeat lessons if you will principles um, hopefully it'll help us get past thinking that we are in control and that there's something more we can do when really all we can do is find joy in our own lives despite our child's choices. So again, this is Michelle with PAL. If this has been meaningful to you, please favor this so um, the next podcast can be deposited in your little um, account or it's not an account but your profile so that you can listen again if you want to share this with a friend somebody you know who's struggling that would be awesome because um, when I help you it helps me and I love it when my efforts exponentially multiply I'm learning so that I can better myself so that I can bring you more hope and joy in your life too God bless